Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, Florian. I'm Gigi. Hi. Hello. Hello, Um, Gigi. Are you ready? Are you ready to do some modeling today, Florian? I guess. I'm okay. very just as long. All right, Florian. I just need you to. Very cold just, here. Well, we need you to pretend it's not cold. We need you to be. You're going to be at a pool party. Pretend? Uh-huh. Pretend. Like imagination, you know? We need yeah. happy. Think of things that make you happy, Florian. What makes mm. you happy? Ah, uh, home. Albania. 16th century. Okay, well, <laughs> no, right now you got to think of something. You're at a pool party. It's warm. It's hot. You're full of hay. No, there's no hay anywhere. You're at a pool. It's in your. It's beautiful. It's modern. It's Miami. Pool. And then pool. suddenly, your faith. Your yes, Ibiza. That's good. That's good. Ibiza. Oh wow, you're good. Yes, you're happy. You know, happy, right? Happy. No, no this okay, is well, happy face. Okay, well. Try to smile a little more. Mm. Just happy smile. You okay. like teeth? I go you to Max Clinic. You look like you're them. just trying to take a poop. I need to smile. It's fine. I am. Can you just pretend though you're at this pool party mm. and your favorite mm. song comes on? Florian, I what's dance. your fa- what's your favorite song? React to your favorite song, Florian. What's it your is- favorite? Cadnight Joe by Rednecks. Okay. All right. Yes, that's it. All right. We're just imagining the song comes on. People are watching you. You look European and now happy. You still have that pooping look. So I get job. You know what? You're hired. You're oh. hired. Everybody so how else much can money leave. You pay me. How much money? It's hundred fifty dollars for a half day of work. You're gonna meet a guy out in the alley of a Seven Eleven. This fucking shit. Ready, Stace. Ready, Dars. Here we go. It's our big hit. Twins. Sisters. Sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. Stacy is the one who's always got my back. Yeah, Darcy's love life, that's a lot to unpack. True. Caring, sharing, every little thing that we are wearing. Possible 11, we've had lots of guy trouble, that's well known. I've got a fiance and she's alone. Wow. All kinds of weather, we stick together the same in the rain or sun. 
We got tight faces, but in tight places we think and we act as one. Take it, Jars. Manifest our twin power. Scooter bapa dee bahada twins. Appadapa. Hat to go. Ooh, my boobs shake when I do that. Ooh. Ooh, ha. The new star of Darcy and Stacy, ladies right? and gentlemen. Someone the has found star. their footing. Well, because someone needed to get a fucking job, and he knew he needed to make sure he was on season well, five. <laughs> I think <laughs> I I can't imagine what his favorite song is. But at one point, he says, "In general, I don't dance. <laughs> don't dance. Like he doesn't." When she said, "What makes you happy?" and I went, "Nothing." <laughs> Nothing makes him happy. He's never happy. <laughs> Village square. Like. Young maiden who exposed his neck and I saw blood. Basically. You know, he was. Well, did you see how hungry he was at that dinner? <laughs> what, oh, you I think did? He hadn't eat, Stacey said, you haven't, you haven't eaten all day. He's like, shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. You didn't see it, though. Because, okay, a sissy told us and reminded me. I spent about, y'all, it only took me like 30 minutes today. I watched all the extras of Darcy oh, and Stacey. I need, oh. oh, you said that like, uh, what's her name? I need a Libra man. I need a uh, Libra man. You're really, you are really just one cabin in the woods away from Edie. Oh, I am. I, I take that as a badge of honor. I take that as a. <clears throat> My voice needs uh, to get better because I can't scary. do Florian. It's a, uh, well, we're. I'm still a little hoarse from Vegas and from the strippers. So um, what are you going to do? But what I was going to say is. Um, Did you see when they made up their own song? Uh, that one? So, yes, that's it. <laughs> Someone they made up their me. own song. There's one where we find out that Darcy puts uh, maxi pads under her breasts so her breasts don't sweat. <laughs> And they talk all about it and show us the clip. There's another one, too, where they just, for this episode, they just showed Florian sitting down and ordering all the food and eating all the food and Darcy being disgusted by it. And he was just <laughs> ravenous eating. And I went, well, it's because his iron's low because his blood's got sucked out of him. Yeah, he needs iron. He And it's weird because he's he used to be a vampire and now Stacy takes all of his blood. Yes, there was a. That's true. There's an extra for uh, Darcy with Aniko and Aspen of when they're talking about going prom shopping, and Darcy talks about their prom dresses versus Aniko oh, and Aspen's. No. And why uh, are these she, left on the cutting room floor? I don't know because there's not enough time. I make this show an hour and a half. I'm here for it. And then um, there's also uh, at Darcy looks at Aspen. She's like, Aspen, you'd be friends with me in high school, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> and she's like. Um, you're kind of intense, mom. And she's like, you would, right? And then uh, Aspen, she looks at Aspen, she's like, you be friends, right? And Aspen says, yeah, mommy. She's like, yeah, you be friends with mommy, you be friends with And then Aniko says, but what if she like came up to you like during lunch period and she's like, you know how she gets and she's all talking <laughs> at you? And, and Aspen's like, oh, it's just so... It's just joy. Anyway, I highly recommend them. They're really the, the song that they made up was epic. It was kind of like to the top, like go get to the yeah. top. 
And at one yeah. point, Stacey just went, oh, 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 oh. And it was just so awful. And then they and they're like, they're like they higher. Oh, ah, yes. And then they sit down and Darcy just goes, oh, boy. <laughs> it was really. Someone sent it to me. I did not look at it. And I was, I laughed. I laughed like a fool, like my head oh. back. It's a good 30 minutes. You'll enjoy it. Y'all, it's on Darcy and Stacy on Discovery Plus is where you can see all the extras. I think they might show some on the social media. But right now, this is Darcy and Stacy. We're talking about season four and episode eight. What's the title, Poodle? Roasted and ghosted. Roasted and ghosted. You can get your hash browns roasted and ghosted at the Waffle House. <laughs> it's true. I think there was a Waffle House sketch in Saturday Night Live this weekend. Oh, I, I didn't watch friend, it. My friend Punky was talking about it. I don't watch that show anymore. I very rarely do. And I realized my friend Punky, who I did a pilot with and have done stand with, she's, she's on been it. on us for like a year and a half. We were, she and I both were cast in a pilot for, for a new Tom Arnold reality show. This is about 10 years ago. Did you know this? No, I didn't, but wow. Oh, yeah. It was a full-on pilot for a reality show, a Tom Arnold reality show, and Tom Arnold was, like, running this, like, club, and they picked the some gay restaurant assistant? in the – was I what? The gay assistant. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I was. That's who I would have guessed you as. I, I was Tom's gay assistant that Tom treated like shit, and the weirdest thing about the whole thing – like right. the there was no production value. Anyway, it was at a restaurant. The restaurant was literally working in the front, and they still wouldn't give us food from the restaurant to eat. Like, we literally just got fucking craft services. But I can't believe I've never told the story. Tom Arnold, he was nice when he was on set. Um, he was fine. Tom Arnold stayed in his car the outside and back because there was no trailer or anything for him. He stayed in his car the entire time with the air conditioning on when he wasn't shooting. I would do that. It was like a 90, no degree de- 90 degree day in Los Angeles. Anyway, Punky played the bouncer. and She's actually funny on the show. I just kind of oh, stopped watching it. We had a great, um, we had great, we had a great, great improv together. It was a lot of fun. And shockingly, it never got picked up. <laughs> and then you played the gay assistant on something else. <laughs> they wanted me, the same production company wanted me to be the gay assistant for uh, that Leanne Rhymes Eddie Cibrian show. Y'all, you just Which keep doing made what you're doing. <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. I know. <clears throat> so, but they wanted me really be really bitchy and gay, and that's just not me. <laughs> it's more me. <laughs> it is, but even when I try but, to be fake bitchy, it doesn't work. It's inauthentic. I... My, my, whenever I had to do when I, when those, when I would go out for those judges on, uh, singing competition things, I was not, I would be the, I would be the expert slot, the Randy Jackson slot. And I was always a little too bitchy for that, but I always realized you were more the Simon Cowell. Yeah. I didn't really fit the mold that they wanted. And uh, like I said, the the slots where uh, the every time I would get cast and I would see it, it was a black woman in my spot, and I was like, "Okay, go for it, honey." Good but I, har- hardly did any of them ever, ever get made. <laughs> well, one day, one day, I still think that's when you're going to pay. Me. How's your big brother audition coming? I'm working on it. <sighs> 
All right. I didn't go to the casting call because the, the guy I was talking to said that it wasn't the best idea to do it. Okay, good. Well, we won't say any more about it then. We, we should ask about we it. Can talk, we can talk stuff up off, off air. Y'all, I will say this. Um, we have a relationship with Netflix, and we're very glad. We can't say anything except for, we. after this, we are both recapping the first episode of Love is Blind. Holy and shit. It was fantastic, that first episode. It was really I agree. Um, I agree. I can't. I, I, I we want can't to say, say so much now. We can't say, but we'll just tell you all, get the fuck ready. It's so good. It is. Um, and it's but, different this season. It's a different I, I, feel. I, I, we'll get sued. Okay. 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 That was nothing. That was that was nothing. But you're you were going to elaborate on why it's different. You you was I could see it in your eyes. You wanted to say one thing. Maybe. <laughs> Who would have thought that they had cocaine bear on this season? <laughs> Who knew? Look, he was looking for love and a dealer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. any other announcements, Pood? Um, we've got um, we've got everything in the world coming back soon. So we've talked about love. The is world's blind. coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. Me, you, and my ex in April on the the cringe tier. Also on the cringe tier, seeking brother husband. Yep, the cringe tier is so, going to be lit. That's the eight dollar tier. If you're wondering what that is, it is. And also, going to be life lit. after lockup is going to keep going. <sighs> It just never ends. Um, let's I'm jump glad, into too. this. Let's jump into let's this. Do it. Jump into this. We're okay. The otherwise known as Darcy doing ordinary things that goes haywire, which I no, demand in every episode. It's like they listen to you. You literally said last episode, I would watch her, just love watching her make a sandwich. Yeah. And, going, oh, and this right? was great. Yeah, oh, and y'all, and it's it, a y'all mess. Smoothie goes everywhere. It's a big mess. It's 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 uh, George Jetson every time he's trying to do something technological. Jane, get me off this crazy thing! Wow, um, what? For any of you under the age of uh, people 35, grew up with the Jetsons, didn't they? They were on Cartoon you know, Network. I don't know why I've never seen an episode of the Jetsons. I never, really? I never watched. I saw it on, but when, but I never watched. But I don't think it's still on. Is it? Felt like it was too elitist for you. <laughs> it wasn't. I, I, there, there weren't enough cowboys and pitchforks. Maybe I just never. <laughs> uh, I really like the theme song. I just never. Maybe I watched an episode too. I just don't remember ever really getting into it. I was very big. I wanted a robot ep- maid. Um, yeah. Why haven't they done yeah. yet that yet? Why haven't they done a remake of the Jetsons? No, a robot made. Oh, oh, Rosie. well. They should. They I want should. a robot made. There's a Roomba, but y'all, my Roomba can only do so much. <laughs> um, we'll do. So we're going to talk about Darcy Stacy, And then after the commercial, we're going to do a quick little, because we know y'all are going to ask, we're going to qu- do a quick little Oscar takes because this is airing the day after oh, the yeah. Oscars aired. Yeah. 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 So give you something to look forward to. But so Darcy's sitting there, she's making this movie. She's like, I can't relax last night. Georgia called me three times early in the morning. I was sleeping. You know, Darcy does not get up early. She is not 10 a.m. She called, he called it 10 a.m. And she's like, oh, blurry eyed. 
Bleary-eyed. I still care about you and I still love you. Uh, and then she basically says, I don't know if I can trust Florian anymore because he told Georgie about her personal life. And they're going to a gallery opening. And <laughs> so then uh, Florian and Georgie are meeting. And it's this weird moment of meeting for coffee. And Florian says, you I fucked up so fuck- much last night. What the fuck are you doing? When he said that. I no believe it. Um, Florian, so Georgie's like, well, what can I do? I see I see the diamonds and they shine beautifully like her. And I go, ooh, diamonds, Darcy. Darcy, you can all be my best man. I'm a better, better for Darcy. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I just see why I see sparkly and diamond boobies. I want boobies, Darcy. Uh, listen to me next time. Listen. Florian acts like he really came up with the the greatest grandmaster plan or whatever ev- ever. It was not. Uh, it it was not the big heist from the movie Heat. <laughs> it wasn't. It no. wasn't the Sting. Uh, it was simple. Uh, getting them together and for them him to say I'm sorry to Darcy and he. Georgie flubbed it. He flubbed it. I should watch this thing. I love movies where people rob stuff. It's a good movie. It's an older movie, but it's a good movie. Isn't that where they play the entertainer? Yes, that is the entertainer is the main theme of the movie. All right. (laughs) But yeah, it's kind of like a switcheroo. Oh, and Paul Newman's in that, right? He's hot. Paul Newman and um, Robert Redford. Uh, Robert Redford. River, 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 My mother showed it to me. Well, that was nice. Jay Bird, you got to watch this movie. <laughs> Come on, two favorite actors. <laughs> He's so hot. Your father used to look like him. <laughs> he doesn't anymore. <laughs> she never would say that. <laughs> Ooh, he's so sexy. Did you tell your mother that uh, Rod Stewart, or no, that Air Supply is playing out at the Hollywood I Bowl? I didn't yet. I need to I need to tell her that. I'm telling y'all, I've told Poodle, I'm like, you need to invite your mom out to Air Supply. And he's like, I don't want to do that. And I said, no, you need to invite her because then she won't come. And then she'll be talking about for like six months. Well, that's so sweet of you to invite me. But I just, she'll feel, you'll, I said, you're going to. She'll tell all her friends too. Yeah, Chaper invited me out. He was going to invite me out to Los Angeles to air supply. Isn't that so sweet? I'm not going to go. Can't leave Muffin. <laughs> Can't get a box seat there for Muffin, apparently. Hollywood. Tell her, I'll watch Muffin. Tell her I'll watch the dog while you're gone. You couldn't handle Muffin. <laughs> I'm going to say that now. Can you imagine your mother traveling on a plane with Muffin? No, absolutely not. Muffin, get out of that guy's crotch. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. Oh. So we are we are at the gallery opening for Leslie, their fake friend. Well, uh, hold on. We should say Florian says Georgie can't be his best man anymore. Oh, I, I said that, but it was in a weird Florian voice, so you might not have heard it. Oh, I did not understand. Yeah, I just heard it. <laughs> Yes, he he said he told Georgie that. You cannot okay. be this man. That's fucked up. 
So um, it looks like I'm suggest I'm thinking we're not going to have any more Georgie until possibly the reunion. Yeah, and then you know he's going to be there. Or the tell-all. if there's a reunion or a tell-all, there should be. They had one last year. It's the first That's one. True. It'd be weird for them not. But don't you agree? This Leslie person's a fake friend. Like they don't oh. know her. They don't know her, hundred percent. She, I will say, she is. Uh, there's a thing with her mention of her in the extras a little bit more. Okay. I just feel like I don't feel like there's any capital between them. Uh, no. So the who's yeah. who of Miami? The who's who of Miami at this gallery opening? In the extras too, we talk about we missed it, but Stacy totally pitches Florian as a model for this Russian artist. <laughs> oh no. And she's like, where have you done what what where have you done work? Where have you done work? Have you where have you modeled commercially? And Florian's like, Yeah, oh. and he's kind of just standing there and Stacey's like, Well, he's he's modeled for us for House of Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so y'all, Darcy, she said, uh, that we've tried to call Darcy, but to tell her we're sorry, but she didn't pick up the phone. So y'all, uh, Stacey's like, you know, Florian's, Florian's sorry. It wasn't his fault. So she's really switched since the last time. Yes. <clears throat> and Darcy shows up, y'all, completely ignores Stacy and Florian. It's very I, junior high at this point. It um, is, but at the same time, I'm kind of enjoying, I, I'm enjoying Darcy. I feel like Darcy's taking some of her power back. She's going to give it right away, y'all. But she's taking her power back. <laughs> Well, and that's what I think. I don't think they I don't think either sister can really do that. They when they when they do fight, it gets junior high. They yeah. do things. So I I agree with you, but neither of them have good enough boundaries not to to not fight petty. Unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. I, I see it as less powerful than you do. <laughs> I guess I'm talking about powerful though, like later on, not with Stacy so much as with with Florian. It's different though. With Florian and Georgie, I'm really proud of Dart. Like we had a meme uh, last week uh, of from this episode of of Darcy kind of telling of our theater of Darcy telling him off, and all of y'all were so as we were impressed with Darcy was just like fuck you, no, I'm done. I totally agree with you about Georgie. And getting Florian to Stacy's a different thing yes. with her sister. She's no. Um, so they're basically looking the model, and they're explaining this. He's like, "Yes, the model is like mother, mother to animal. It's like a cat holding a- alien lips. It's like alien sucking on alien. boobs, sucking on boobs. Ha! How do you do that? How do you do that? You got yeah, cat like alien milk. It's rough. <clears throat> I like cats." And then all of a sudden, uh, some queen in a white jacket pulls Leslie away. Um, it, lo- it looks like it looks like the queen in Beetlejuice. Otho. That's <laughs> Otho. what I was say. Otho. Yes, it, it was Otho. Otho completely. Excuse me. We need to go. Leslie has to be somewhere. God, I would. Oh, y'all, there are few queens like Otho. <laughs> I know. And that queen was a queen before people were queening. That was true. (laughs) That queen, that queen walked so a lot of queens could run. It's true. I wonder what happened to that actor. That actor's still around. 
uh, that actor played a preening queen in everything. <laughs> that really? would have been us. Well, oh, you look up. Glenn. Oh, Glenn Shaddix. He's dead. No. Yeah. He That's died sad. The, he died in 2010 at the age of 58. He was, of course, he's Southern. He was originally from Alabama. Only 58. Oh, no. Like, that's awful. Oh, he was in the Groundlings. That's why he was so funny. Um, shocking. He came out as gay at the age of 17. <laughs> I, don't, I don't Some Sometimes I don't think you have to come out. Wow. Let's, listen to this. Um, yeah, in 2000, in what did he say? In after spending 30 years in Los Angeles in 2007, he moved to his native Bessemer, Alabama, where he purchased a Queen Anne style Victoria era home. <laughs> Stop it! Yep. The home, the house was completely destroyed in a fire in December of 20 of 2008. And Shaddix told reporters, I have lost my dream. Southern, Southern story, story is insane. Story. <laughs> oh, wow. He died. He died in 2010, just two years later after he lost his dream because uh, he fell in the kitchen at his condominium in Birmingham, Alabama, and died of blunt trauma to the head because um, he was already in a wheelchair. So had he not got his house not burned down, he never would have had to go into that condo, and he probably wouldn't have fallen down and beat his head, and that was why he died. We need to move on. <laughs> that was really bleak. Because I'm really bummed. <laughs> That's really shitty. Rest in peace, Glenn slash Otho. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Southern stories are sad. So I love, what did you think about, so the, the, the artist leaves and Darcy's just like, well, I'm still in my feelings. And, um, and I don't blame her because the thing you know, the producers asked her earlier, do you trust Florian now? And she's like, I don't know. Because this is true. Florian has just been telling Georgie everything about yeah. Darcy. No, I think Darcy has has a good a good point here. Um, so well, she's Darcy like, was this your plan? Up. Were you in cahoots? And yeah, Florian says, No, I was not in fucking cahoots. Uh he doesn't even know what that means. But, I know uh, in fucking cahoots. <laughs> Darcy pulls a baller move and says, well, let's just call him right now. Just call him and I need you to tell him that. Call him out. Call him out. No more information for me right now. And you see George or Florian kind of freeze. And he does I not I never do this. do this in my life. It is but, it is a little weird. I I think I I do see why it's strange to do it in front of Darcy. And I think what Florian objected to is that there were two other people listening in the call. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't the fact that he had to call Georgie. It was doing it right now on speakerphone. Well, but Georgie Georgie Darcy doesn't trust him. Right. So he calls because he calls and guess what? The first thing Georgie says is Did Darcy ask about me? Is she talking to <laughs> and and Darcy's like, "See, there you go. There you go." Uh and 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 Florian's like, "You need to move on." Big move on. <laughs> Big move on. Not just move on. 
Big move on. That's the reboot. Stop worrying what you're doing. Big move on. Big move on. What did you, we both saw that production. What did you think about it? I had a lot of thoughts. This is that pair, we went to the Pasadena Playhouse. I had more of a problem with her. I was going to say, you got to like Dot if you're Thank going you. to go see Sunday Thank in the Park you. She with was so cold. She also breathed through her nose a lot for singing, and it bothered me as a voice. Yeah, we're talking uh, about this Sunday, of, Sunday in the Park with George at the Pasadena Playhouse. I like George uh, a lot. I liked he was him quite fantastic. A bit. That was the was kid really from good. A Good Wife, Graham Phillips. He, he was really good. But her, I felt like she was trying to Sarah Bareilles Dot. I, you said it correctly. Dot needs to be the most likable person on the stage, and everyone else needs to feel kind of stiff and uninteresting. Did, yeah, you don't believe. Why would this guy? Yeah. Why would this guy, who's an artist who doesn't want to really love anyone yeah. anyway, why would he fall even in love with her? She also needs to be throwing herself at him. Yeah, and that's just you. It you and I know what that looks like. I oh, yes, <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. And then I, I, I felt am, like, I am a dot. And then I felt like there were, even though I knew a lot of big names on that stage, uh, I also got claustrophobia with so many people on that fucking stage. They, it was, it was too many people on that tiny stage. I went with our friend who was a director and she said oh, there was a lot. She, uh, Lindsay. Yeah. She said there was a lot of just, she said there was a lot of like standing and yes. almost let's make space instead of intentional movement. I agree. Um, you know, it, didn't, it, it it's no re, it's no uh, it's no wonder that the doc the daughter of the pl- of the book writer was the director, um, Sarna Lapine. Um, and but no, my biggest I think my biggest issue was that the supporting cast, which of which there are a lot, came off like bad community theater actors, like some they were trying to like like the the couple from like Texas. I'm like they were very big. This is not, it's, even though it's comedy, it's got subtlety to it. It was a yeah, it media, was, it was a medium production. I really liked him. I, he and, was, and I, he was fantastic. Yeah. And, um, and I liked the woman who played Yvonne, but that was like it. <laughs> was Go Yvonne see Sunny the Park with George. That's Jules's wife. That was the painter's, other painter's wife. Oh, I liked her. And I liked yeah. the mother. Yeah, she was good. Liz Larson, uh, she sang her song well. Um, she was trying to find humor in different places that there normally are there aren't there. And I liked some of the choices, and I didn't like others. But I I know the show. This is like the fourth time I've seen it. But um, this we is the really should talk about it because only like twenty of you could go see this. <laughs> the rest of you don't live in Pasadena or even remotely close. But it. it it's not going to tour, but it was the it was similar to the Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Annalee Ashford production that was on mm. Broadway. She directed that too, but that was on a big stage. Um, yeah, it was a little. Yeah. It's very anyway, cool. sorry, I we we had to talk about that. We didn't have to. I wanted to. Yeah, you wanted to. Where, um, where so, are we? so basically, he hangs up the phone and Darcy says, "Thank you. I needed to hear it." And but it's going to take time on my end, and I that's when I wrote good for Darcy. I actually thought just good for her when it's coming. No, this you, was well. I was going to say sometimes you can't stand in your power in every aspect of your life because sometimes it's too hard because with fam- familiar relationships or whatever, 
it's just there's way too much more um, yeah. kind of emotional. Uh, there's too much of an uh, emotional map to wade through to get to that. But it's a really good um, sometimes if you can't have boundaries with some people, uh, with all people in your life. What if you have boundaries with some people? And the fact that she's able to do this with yeah. Georgie and Florian is great. The main issue I have here is we don't really know how to feel because we didn't see the breakup. Yes. And it it's very frustrating to me that if you're if you're going to be quiet about it, don't film him later. I I find yeah, I hope it comes out in the tell all. Yeah. I find but I, I just find it the fact that we don't know yet, I think we would we would either we would totally empathize with what Darcy was saying, or we could understand that it, nothing was set between them. We don't know the situation. We don't know how they no. broke up. I could see Darcy saying, <clears throat> or seeing Sean Robinson saying, "What happened? What?" I would think she would ask that. I just hope. a different, yeah, yeah, just a lot of things, just a lot of things. Well, we wish you the best. I, I just. <laughs> I just don't know if it was filmed or not. Um, no, I don't think it was filmed. At least we find out what happened at least. Yeah. Um, anyway. Y'all, we're going to take a little break, and when we'll be right back. We're going to talk about the Academy Awards briefly and then get back to Darcy Stace. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, Play us out with a little bit of our song Finch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy It's gays on the Oscars. You think you want to hear what the gays have to say about the Oscars? Because there's kind of like the gay Super Bowl. <laughs> and after we're done, you'll say that didn't really help me at all. No, no. But we'll have fun. I don't think a lot of our segments are helpful. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Overall, though, we both were talking a little bit before. What a... Uh, one of my friends, Don, said this, and I, what a kind Oscars. Uh, just, a, just, it was a, I thought it was a great ceremony. I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. I think it's, I, I love Jimmy Kimmel. I think he's got the right amount of bite um, to make and to kind of like really to talk about how stupid this whole event is, you know, yeah. to kind of, to, to kind of keep some perspective. Um, but I thought he did real well because you obviously you got to make jokes about last year. Yeah. And even though I love that he didn't even let it go, even at the very end of the Oscars, when it was like one Oscars, one day without incident. <laughs> that was so funny to me. It was so yeah, there funny were, to me. There were some really good jokes. Uh, I obviously I think the speeches were great. Um, I was I was kind of a lot of times there. Yeah. Everything everywhere. uh Everywhere, every I always get it wrong. It's, it's everywhere, everything, all at once. E E A A O. I can't sit here and watch you work it out. Uh, but 
I was I I was so happy it won. I saw it in theaters a, a, like a long time ago because every everyone was saying you have to go see this. Who, who I trust was saying you have to see this in theaters. You have to see this in theaters, and and it blew me away. I, I wasn't sure I fully understood it by the first time through, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, I, n- I noticed a lot more things, but I loved it, and. Um, I didn't see anything that was presented. I was just there to watch the celebrities. I'm one of those, y'all. But I think that's the beauty of it. You can watch the Oscars if you you, watch or not. You really should see everything everywhere all at once. No, I'm going to. I'm a superhero bride. So um, I have it as one of my SAG screeners. So I think now you can screen it. Um, But but that's what I love about the Oscars. That's why it is the gay Super Bowl. Because you can watch it if you know about the movies. You can. Or if you're just a fair weather person that just wants to watch people you love and see Harrison Ford. Dress pretty. And that little kid from Raiders of the Lost Ark who grew the fuck up. And they they hugged on stage. You could see all of that. I love that moment. I love Michelle Yeoh winning and talking about her mom. And, uh, no, I, I feel like a lot of, it was all spread around pretty well. I mean, E-E-A-A-O won a lot of, uh, won a lot. There's, there's people that are pissed about Angela Bassett that wish that she would have won still for Wakanda forever. But But think about it this way. Think about it this way. Angela Bassett didn't lose. Jamie Lee Curtis just won. Just because you didn't win doesn't make you a loser. But it's a people are saying robbed. I've seen that. Um, I I think though again I think that's a negative way of thinking about it. Um, I agree. I'm just telling you what's what's kind of like what I know. I've seen that feelings too. about it. I've seen um, that too. I don't. She was great in that film, but I think she's given better performances. So in other things, in better movies, I don't think Wanda yeah. Wakanda Forever was as good as. I, I wanted it to be a little better. I'm mad they killed her. Honestly, I hope they bring the character back. But that's a but that's a Maddie comic book minute, not a uh, Oscars Academy Award moment. Probably smart. Um, yes. I, um. I, I just never like to be. I guess to me, because competi- someone when, uh, well, go ahead. Sorry. When someone wins, to disparage a winner because someone else lost. Is not fair. I feel. I like. think you're coming from it from the. I agree with you, but I also think you're coming from it from a different perspective than a lot of other people, and that you are a creator and you are an artist. So, like yeah. you and I both recognize that the whole thing of the Oscars is just is ridiculous and stupid anyway, because art right. is subjective, and there's never winners and losers. No, in no, art. no. But a lot of people don't aren't artists, so they don't see it that way. They feel yeah. like that person was the best. I'm like, no. No, no, just no, enough no, people no. from the academy voted. Because how do you compare a performance like The Well to what's his name in Elvis? That was like yeah. a complete like embodiment say, of a person. I hated The Whale. I hated that film. It felt, um, it felt, uh, it, it was like a horror movie, and it treated like the an obese person as as a freak. And that's I hated honest, it. That's now, honestly why I didn't want to watch it. Now, his performance, fantastic. It was, I could do, I could divorce the performance from the movie. I hated that movie. Um, I, I was, I was really happy to say, one of my most exciting moments of the night was Sarah Polly winning for Women Talking um, for Best Adapted Screenplay because that, that was probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies of the year. And I was so happy she 
won that because uh, I wanted to see that film get recognized. Uh, I, what did you think of the, um, a best song? <sighs> Are you glad the song, the I, one, one? I'm, I'm glad. Yes. It's definitely the most, uh, part of me thinks we should just kick that category to the curb. I know that's a horrible thing to say, st- to say, like, then who would Ga- perform what? True. That Lady Gaga song is a snooze. That song and that Diane Warren song. I was gonna say that Lady Gaga song's way better than that Diane Warren True. song. And that's saying- and I don't even love I I also feel like that I understand that the people are thinking it almost like a hymn to Chadwick Boseman. But even the Rihanna song doesn't do a whole lot for me. No, she has um, a lot better. She has other songs that are so much better. Yeah. It's you know, um, I, I was I'm, underwhelmed I'm by all the best R R R win. I, I, I just I think that categories become kind of a joke. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, and I just I don't know. Have you ever seen the speech with that Bette Midler gave when she was presenting best song? No, I just saw it on Instagram, and it's really she's so. This is years ago, and I think she was still bitter because I think either the rose was nominated, but it didn't win. Oh, and that's a song from a show uh, that uh, maybe it did win. But anyway, it's a really good uh, little it's on the Instagram and the TikTok. Um, <clears throat> all right. We're almost done. Best. Oh, did you see the interview, though, uh, before the pre of the red carpet with Hugh, ja- uh, Hugh, Grant Hugh Grant? A dickhead? What a dick. What an yeah. asshole. He was, a, he was, he was so shitty. mean to Ashley Madison. That's not fair. I think it's Ashley Graham. Who's I think Ashley, Ashley Madison. Oh, Ashley that's that Madison website. Is the website when people go to have affairs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ashley Graham. Who was your Who was your best dressed? You know, I had a couple. Um, I really loved. I loved Angela Bassett in that purple number. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that. I loved. I loved. I'm trying to think back. Uh, I loved all the white. Um, there was a and lot of white of, gowns. J- Jessica um, Chastain's was my favorite of the night. Oh, that was nice. That white, that, because that, I think it was black, but when she turned around, I actually think it was a dark green, maybe. Yeah, it that was, was a nice so That was green. a nice dress. I liked that dress, and I also enjoyed, um, I actually enjoyed Lady Gaga's black dress. That was really beautiful. Yeah, I, the thing about- I didn't a like lot her of, makeup, though. I didn't like her makeup. Of, a lot of black dresses, if you, you need to go full, I think you need to go full creative with something. Otherwise, all those black dresses just look better in a different color. They look, they look more exciting in a different color. I think if you're going to wear black, it either needs to be super accented or be super couture and have something to say. And I didn't think that Lady Gaga dress had as much to say as she could. It's fucking Lady Gaga. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I'm not telling you I you shouldn't like it. Uh, I worst dressed. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know who. I, there was nobody that I was like. I, it just felt like a very good Oscars, but also a very kind of safe Oscars. Like everyone was on know, their best behavior, best you know fashion. What I hated, and this is a little weird. I hated the salmon kind of orangey pink tux jacket that The Rock was wearing because it looked like it was cheap material. And it didn't blend it in with the background, and it didn't look good. 
I was, um, I was just bitchy about it. I don't I know was, why that. I was noticing his arms. I barely paid attention, but you're right. I do remember seeing it. it's that satin, that kind of yes, pulled. and it looks like it looks like a No Maza special. <laughs> I it's felt like, for Christian like, Siriano. His offices, uh, his office. I follow him on Instagram. They flooded two days before the Oscars. Oh no! They had a pipe burst. There was a huge flood, and they had to get everything there. Who was take care who of it? Was the woman who was wearing a black thing, a black dress, and it was like a cutout? And I remember thinking, God, that's so ugly. I can't remember. Um, I don't know, but I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see anything that I was just like horrified. Oh wait. <laughs> I'm trying to think. The I love Elizabeth Banks. I love Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. She was wearing a mess. Like when the cocaine bear came out and did, they were doing a bit, she could barely oh. hold on to that dress. She could. That wasn't It was great. a mess. Um, and I love her. I forgot. Oh, Angela Bassett's dress was really, really That's, pretty. It was such a great color. It had like it had volume to it. Yeah, I really like. Yeah, that dress. it was really pretty. Oh, you know who thought I? I don't really love her eyebrows a lot, but I when she walked out, I gasped because the slit was perfect. Kara can't say her last name. Delavine. Del- Delavine. Delavine. Yeah, I Delavine, loved her yeah. dress. I I liked her too. She's cuckoo for cocoa puffs, but I <laughs> I enjoyed her dress. <laughs> yeah, I and you know what? Um, yeah, I think. Oh, I did not. I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I feel like I'm going to make you upset because I know you love her so much. Say it. You know, I'm not going to say it. Let's just move. Yeah, on. you are. Yep. Say it. <sighs> say it. Mich- Michelle Williams looked like somebody's daddy grandma. I did not like it. She is. She. She has a lot of wins and a lot of losses in that in the dress thing. She she hits some misses. It I didn't love it. Yeah, I don't know. I think best tux actually was Michael B. Jordan because he had the double breasted breasted tux when he came out, and that was a uh, sweet. How as a comic book nerd, he called her. Oh, he walked out and he called Angela Bassett auntie. Hey, auntie. Yeah. Well, and, and, and also Jonathan Majors were like, "Hey, we love, we love you." you. Right after, right, she, right, right after she, right after Jamie Lee Curtis had won. Yeah. It was nice. Cause you could tell she was upset. Yeah. She did have, I think the look of the night where she looked. And it's tough. You know, you were Jamie Lee Curtis work, even work. said, she was like, you're fucking pissed when you lose. So, I mean, it, it sucks. I, I just wish, I wish we, we, we didn't turn this into team A and team B. You know what I mean? I wish I agree I with you, but I be... I just think that's not that's not what the whole point of the, what the Oscar sets up. It takes away the it takes in a way it's meant to celebrate film, but by making it a competition, it's actually then taking away. It's actually the, not a competition in a way. It but is. It, it's but the uh, but the way the Academy's awards it sets up. If it's not a competition, then people. Wouldn't spend two months going around and courting all the board I, I, and voters. I totally agree, but it's not a competition like a sports competition, and I think no. that's the way people approach it. And if someone and if someone wins, it means that someone was robbed, and there's an injustice. Um, 
But I yeah. think that's part of what the Academy Awards did. They set it up almost like a sports competition. My favorite Oscars to this day. Something's beeping. Someone's backing up. Yeah, we hear it. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite Oscars was the one where all the nominees went on stage. Remember that? It was like 10 years. They all went on stage and they and all the nominees introduced the other actor. Not And they talked to yeah. like all the women. The women for best actress would would talk about the male for best actor and what they appreciated about their performance. It was I agree. So that well was done. nice. That was nice. I think it was a very long Oscars and people got pissed, <laughs> but I liked it. Like this show's about to be. I like that they had all the, uh, it's true. Um, you, you wanted to talk about Sunday in the Park with George. I wanted to talk about this. I talked, we talked about it for five minutes. It was not. Gary, roll that. I just want to say this. I do like that they had all the categories back. Yeah, I agree. It, it does feel better. It did. Um, I'm just, it's interesting. I just, uh, uh, it was, it's, there's so many awards programs and there's so many and it did feel like things got spread around so um i was i was really glad that eeoa took on everything was there but there was an oscar and they had a name eeoa <laughs> or yeah e -E you're right this has gone on too a long a o it's a e e a a o yep too long <laughs> You're right. You were right. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Let's go look at wedding venues with Flory and Stacy. Okay. This venue is gorgeous. I loved it. The Harbor House. I thought it was perfect. I thought it's nice. It you doesn't feel the vibe. Look you feel the vibe. It looks like she said it has this beach quality. It doesn't feel ostentatious. It doesn't feel like you're at like Something schmarmy trying to be really rich. It just felt really quaint and charming you, to me. You could tell it was expensive as fuck, too. Like $40,000 right is not a lot of money. I guess so. All inclusive. She said, now it's whatever she said. Look, for Miami, $40,000 is not a lot of money at all. I um, guess so. It's, it's a lot of money to everybody who lives outside of Miami, though. I agree, but I'm just telling sissies that knowing like people that live in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, they watch this and went, "Only forty thousand dollars for that wedding?" Like, no, it's true. I, I, I don't. Is that just for the venue? That's what I was but wondering. That, that's what I was gonna say. We don't. She said for quote everything, but I'm like, does that include the meal? Uh, there's the DJ, no way. The like, there's no, no way. way. No way. Of course, Florian does has a problem with the venue anyway because he no, thinks it's ugly. No, I, someone's being a little groomzilla about things. This, <laughs> this, this in need more love. Dick, I wish do not exist. Being a little bitch, yeah. Um, and he's like, no, it's not worth it for me. I don't, well, Florian. You're not paying for anything anyway. You're not paying for it. Doesn't okay, matter. She throws it. There. She's like, it's my money. Get a job if you want to have an opinion. Put your money where your mouth is. We're making an that executive woman, decision. <laughs> exactly. Like, We're looking at it. And 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 Florian goes, Exactly. <laughs> that poor woman standing there was just kind of like, Okay. Um got <laughs> another sure showing she's, in ten she's minutes. Seen fights, um at that time. Come at a sissy wedding planners or sissy event. How many fights have they seen of of just brides and grooms or brides and brides or grooms and grooms just fighting. 
I don't think I would ever want that job. I it seems too way too house stress for me. Probably would be a stressful job. It, it but Stacy says I made it. We're making exactly like she said executive decision. She makes a decision. She stomps off, and that's where they're having the wedding, y'all. Darcy and Anaquan Aspen. They are looking for last minute things for the dorm room, and it's uh, like. Gotta have your shower shoes. Gonna be showering in a public bathroom. 1,600 people in one bathroom? What? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pee in the shower. That's like a lot of people. I pee in the shower. Yeah. We, COVID, we didn't have toilet paper. Had to. And then she's like, you need a paperweight for all your papers when you're turning them in. Mom, I do all my work on computer. You graduated okay. high school 30 years ago. She's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? 30 years ago. And then Anako actually says the date and explains it. And that's where Poodle went, oh, God, I almost graduated high school 30 years ago because that's what I did, too. Yep. She graduated in, like, 1992 or something like that. She's 48, and we're 40. I'm 44 now. And I'm 45. And you're 44. By the way, y'all, thank you for all the birthday messages. Even Poodles did a little. It was very sweet. I appreciated it. Very, I felt the love. I had a wonderful birthday. And also. Oh, it's gone. It's gone now. I was reminded that not only is Kim Bali share the same birthday as me, but Lindsay from Love After Lockup a is a quote from a book. She's a March twelfth baby too. I'm like, this is so exciting. Kimberly said and sent me a um, um, she sent me a message. Shut up, shut up. No, no she did. Say. She's saying like, happy birthday, and I said, happy birthday to you. I said, twenty twenty three. It's gonna be about me, and it's gonna be about you. I said. Uh, and I said, uh, I got digmatized, but not anymore. And she messaged me back. She was like, yeah, me too. I got yammy-tized. <laughs> yammy-tized. Yammy-tized. It's potential. So I kind of think now Kimberly and I are friends. Wow. I would hang out well, with her in San Diego. You I know, think it would be fun. I think now she gets it more. And if she, if they were smart, she'll be on The Single Life. Oh, yes. If they're smart, she'll be on The Single Life. Because, y'all, those dates are going to be messy. <laughs> they are. They are. She'll probably walk out, throw a couple drinks. Jamal will be there to calm her down. Anyway. Now, Darcy doesn't get anything for her Aniko for school, but she does tell them um, that she saw a picture with uh, Cicero. Cicero. With another woman. Cicero Lipschitz. <laughs> Thank you. Kind of Cicero. around the time that she... Lipschitz. He had it coming. Yeah, just, I knew you had All to right. get it out. Um, no, don't... Not pop. chewing. <laughs> popping. <laughs> I, I want to tell you this right now. There's a lot of things I get bored about when you go on about things as you do me. But don't you ever apologize on our show for singing Candor and singing... Ed. Cell block tango. <laughs> Don't you ever apologize. I'm always here for that. And on his way, he said he we 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 uh uh we divorced because of autistic differences. I saw him as alive. I he saw himself as alive, and I saw him as dead. The dirty bum 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 bum. Oh God, those are drag queen monologues. <laughs> which which they I are. taught. Young girls to do. <laughs> yeah, at summer camp. You did. 
at summer camp. You did. I'm like, stop, stop doing this. I'm just going to give you a line read. Do it like I'm doing it. Do it like I'm doing it. Sometimes if I just need to get inspired as an like an as an actor or artist or singer, I'll just watch that movie because it's so oh, perfect. Yeah, they just they're they're living in exactly the right way. It's, it's a shame twelve year old girls just don't know how to deliver those monologues. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Golly. Like, no, you need to hit popping more. <laughs> yeah. And can you, when I saw it, I saw it at uh, the Palisades High School because my goddaughter goes there. Yeah. And the year before they did, um, what's the thing with what's her name? Who's the funny girl? Who's Spring with, Awakening. Uh, they did Spring Awakening. Yes. Yeah. With Leah Remini. And so, or no, no Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Mama who bore me. Mama the angels. No sleep in everything of Bethlehem. Where's Shelly Miscavige? It's Leah Remini. At the end, she goes, where's Shelly? <laughs> <laughs> I love Leah Remini, y'all. Don't get me wrong. I, I love me some Leah Remini. But they are not the same person. But I will not have fucking J-Lo at my fucking wedding. Fucking wedding. That. They, and um, they're their best friends. They are. And so they had, they did Spring Awake the year before, and they didn't cut anything. And so... Wow. That's a very understanding audience. <laughs> well, it's P- Patel. Fucking yeah. Judd Apatow is there watching his daughter. Like, it's Palisades High School. And so, um, but the next year they did Chicago. And I was watching just high school girls wearing bikinis with the, yep. like those sheer mesh things over them. Just dancing and writhing on chairs. And I was uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best show to do for a high school but um, again i i think i think most drama uh programs i think they do things to please the parents a lot of times and put on a great production to raise money and to and i and i speak from a place of privilege what that's not what it's about but um i think there's a lot of shows you can teach things to with kids um i don't know if chicago is one of those <laughs> But you know, I don't. I I get it. I I think there's some things they they. I think a lot of teachers choose pieces that make the kids happy. Um, and yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, um, so who gives a uh, shit? Well, get ready, y'all. Poodle's going to New York this weekend, so you bet he's going to have a Broadway corner when he comes back. And I am seeing such obscure shit. I'm. I. I was trying to try to see uh, Funny Girl, but Leah Michelle's out that weekend. Um, I was going to try to see Sweeney, but I'm not paying. The it'll go down. It'll go down in price. It's just opened. What about and, is Camelot up yet? I'd like to see that. You know, here's the problem. It's like a three hour show, <laughs> and I'm not there for very long. And I find the book for Camelot, and even though Aaron Sorkin's rewritten a lot of it, I find it pretty tough. I love the score. 
Um, Me too. I just would want to hear that music with an orchestra. I totally agree. I'll probably see it in the summer. Yeah, because it's you know what though. Do you think that will tour? Probably. Yeah, it's a it's a big revival, so it'll tour. I would. I'll see it then. Yeah, um, that's. I'm I'm seeing stuff that I can't see anywhere else. So that's. Oh God, y'all! It's gonna be in. It's oh, not gonna be a Broadway corner. It's gonna be an off. It's gonna off be Broadway an corner. Off Broadway corner. <laughs> it seriously oh, is, boy. y'all. Everything is off Broadway that I'm seeing. Oh, oh! I can't wait to tell everybody. Everyone's gonna roll their eyes and say that's the most pretentious weekend ever. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's Hoodles off Broadway Connor. Cuggum, cuggum, I'm gonna have cuggum. to. I'm gonna have to take a gummy before we do off that segment. Broadway Connor. No, it's not the segment right now. <sighs> Sorry. Um. So, so all right, Lorian's going uh, to his casting call, which we've already done before. Yeah, I, I will say Dor- Darcy kind of says before with Cicero. Oh, yeah, said, Cicero. I'm sorry. Let's I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to worry about this because Michelle vetted him, and I'm going to trust Michelle. And I went, good for Darcy. She's worrying about that. But she's no, like she's saying that, but that that picture of him with a woman sent her over the edge. That was all she needed to break up with him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, y'all, right. Florian is now going uh, to an open casting call. We did yes. this for with Gigi and all these guys. Do you notice that the men are like, they look like they're like, it was, it's very like American Eagle, all American models. Yes. And Florian is like sitting going <laughs> with his yeah, I felt like thin European body. What? Was this set up by Cass? Yeah, by totally. Yeah, totally. Totally. Seemed, yeah. Yeah. He's the whole it, show it, is set up. <laughs> It, okay, y'all, this is something, I mean, Poodle, well, you've done some casting. I mean, you've been in some, but yeah, I've been behind the been table on the other lot. side of casting. I've, I've been behind the table and been over a table. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Say no more. Not in the same, not in the same casting sessions, usually. <laughs> but I've gone to a lot of these. And usually when you go to these, especially a smaller one like this, you're going to go and you're either going to have one of the two, one of the two things. You're either going to have a group of for me a group of men that look a lot like me or are very much my type or um and this usually happens when you can tell they don't know what they want yeah. they have a small group of men of just everybody's a completely different person you're right this was not that like five guys all looked the same and then there was <laughs> florian and that's why I busted out laughing, and I'm like, could we not have found another one who looked like a 16th century vampire? No, yes. And came well, through a magic mirror. Probably hard to find. Um, in Miami, maybe. But And at one point, so he, they said, listen to your favorite song, blah, blah, blah. He took off his shirt. He was posing. Y'all, Florian can't have, they're like, have fun. Florian's like, I don't know fun. <laughs> at one point, he just stares off in the distance, and then he lifts one leg up. Like, well, why does he lift the leg up like a flamingo? The only modeling he knows how to do is that international dower, like, like really almost couture where the men have a strange look to them. And they used to they have a lot of makeup on and everything is like severe. Omega watch ads. Yes. Like, um, or I was thinking even stuff that's like even more couture, just like, like, uh, with with no joy in it, 
We don't and know anything about couture fashion. So no, we, we can't don't list things. Um, but Gigi's like, so Florian, I'm gonna have you stay, and they're like two other people, and it's like Florian's got that high, that international high fashion look, but he needs practice. <laughs> he needs to he needs to try to act like a human being. And yeah, anyway. so this there she's gonna have him go out for this hundred and fifty yard casting and we're or a half to... day. I'm that that is really cheap. That's <laughs> very cheap. Um, y'all, this is gonna please, I hope it's at like fucking opening of a donut shop. <laughs> I hope. But this and this is going to be to see how to see how it goes. Um, the next thing, they're going on their double date. Stacey and yes. Florian and Darcy and Cicero. And I just Darcy love how... Darcy looks gorgeous on the stage. Sorry, I, the, that green thing, it's gorgeous. She gorgeous. I, mm -hmm. think the, I think the Sylvan twins have that in a couple of colors. Because I think I've seen Stacy wear it. In like white. I think you're right. Yeah. Because um, they only wear their own shit, y'all. <laughs> they do. Did you see Stacy's spray banaka? <laughs> In in Darcy's mouth, and she was like, "You sprayed in a dog's mouth." She's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, "I love them so much." And uh, and Florian hasn't eaten today, so he's just like, "Shrimp, shrimp, Sunday shrimps," and she's eating it, and she's like, "That's got a lot of garlic, aphrodisiac." He's like, "He's just gnawing well, on shrimp." Vampire should be eating garlic. Well, I think that's an old wives' tale. So, because I, I have no problem with garlic as a vampire. Or it's a wild God, shell. Or God, vampires aren't a vampire. real. Or vampires aren't real. I have to. Says you. you. <sighs> Y'all, well, I have to remind you. All I know is place. someone has bitten my neck and taken my blood. So, <laughs> to me. <laughs> and then they disappear and turn into a bat. So, I mean. They might as well have. They left that quickly. Wow. So, y'all, they Cicero's not there. Um, Forty-five minutes late. Y'all, he's not coming. Um, I'm I'm surprised anyone would let themselves be on a show where they were portrayed this way, this badly. That's why I feel like it was a production who set this up. Maybe, or maybe he started to do it and went. I don't know if he signed the release after the fact or before the fact. That's a good question. Probably before they let him on set for this, they probably got a release. Yeah, probably. So y'all uh, calls, there's no answer. And there's like, well, I pick on social media. Guess that was. Well, there you go. I don't, you know. I he never did uh, have PD energy. Did have big dick energy. And he had bad breath. Smelled like. Smelled Jim like. Jim. Uh, no jam. And y'all, this is their pattern. They, they're already trying. Darcy can't let herself feel hurt. And so Stacy swoops in, and in a good way, <laughs> Stacy swoops in to tell her, like, you're going to find the love of you. You're going to find he the love of your life. You're worth yeah. it. You're beautiful. You haven't met your mat yet, but you will. You will. You will. You will, Darcy. You will. It, in a way, though, it's just toxic cheering on. Because you don't, you never get to cheer. You never get to hear anything. You never get to feel anything. No. Yeah. So, anyway. I'm reading their great book right now. I just started it. And it's, Riveting. Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. You're off mic. No. 
Uh, I'm reading a great, I just, I like the two chapters in, but it's by Susan Cain who wrote Quiet and it's called Bittersweet, How Sorrow and Longing Make Us Whole. I'm a fan of it. What happened? Sorry, my computer was unplugged. Anyway, it's very kind of operating that whole thing of like what Brene Brown's talked about, like the pendulum of emotion. Because you're right. Like if you don't. You got to feel it. If you don't feel those uh, feelings, then the pendulum of your emotion swings less. It it becomes less wide and and narrows. So your joy lessens as well. And you you can't you have to you have to feel the lows to hit the highs. Yeah, because I I gotta say, being friends with Poodle, y'all, when he's happy, he's happy, and when he's upset, <laughs> he's upset. It's true. He feels it, boy. Yeah, it's true. Some 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 say um, I, I some say um, unhinged. I say I feel. I feel joy and sorrow. <laughs> I say your ex uh, uh, had to buy a whole new wardrobe because you burned his clothes in his lawn. Well, it's it's healthy. It's healthy to to feel things, especially burning things. Um. So y'all, Darcy is meeting Michelle. Boho chic. Um, and tells her that Cicero flaked, and sh- and she's like, "Well, that's out of my control now." Do I wish that Michelle had been a, had had some better bedside manner here for Darcy? Yes, um, especially since she's paying her as a client, and so it yeah. is almost like she's kind of like shit talking her, even though Darcy's paying her money. Um, and I, yeah. I don't, I do believe that you should be able to have people that you who are working with you should be able to be honest with you. However, sometimes honesty is goes further and you kind of just wind up being mean. It's the Simon Cowell effect. Yeah. You know? Um, so she's like, well, um, she mentions the picture of the woman who she saw and she's like, yes. well, Cicero brought the optics that, you know, uh, she, on your, of your Instagram that he didn't really like you dressing this way for, he probably wouldn't like the way you were dressing like this way for other men. And y'all, that's all Darcy needed to hear. And she went, you know, that's the opposite of what she said. He said to me, he liked it. And going back, if you if you watch that again, he was kind of he wanted to talk about it, and she was like, "Thanks, I like it." <laughs> like, no, he said, but they showed the clip of him saying though. He said on her Instagram, he said, "I like it," because if I, it's but, interesting. I watched it, and the clip they showed was him going, oh, your Instagram. And Darcy even kind of went like, kind of like in a, she said, uh, oh, yeah. Well, let me and, well, hold on, let me finish. He went, she, and then she said, oh, yeah. And then he said, I like it. He had to say something. That's why. It, it, he wanted to say something else. I, That's then what he should have brought it up, yeah. I, I yeah. agree. But they were meeting for the first time. But to me, he could have said, she said, oh, yeah. And he could have said, boy, you got some, Racy, well, like she allowed listen, for that. I'm not. I'm not defending him here. I'm saying that's what. No, he had I don't think you with. are either. I'm saying though. I think I. I disagree with you when you said Darcy completely like said that's not what he said. I agree with what Darcy said. No, that's not what she, he said. She did say that. I agree with you. I. She yeah, did. Okay. She did say. I'm saying that he. He when he said that he obviously didn't mean it. 
Yes. Yeah. He for was. Sure. Yeah. He saw her be uncomfortable, and he said, "Oh, I like it." But and there we was never got, a follow up. We got the when when we in our uh, y'all you Miami sissies came at us, and y'all pretty much it was unanimous that based off of this guy's Instagram and all that, y'all were like, "This guy's a fucking tool." Even before yeah. we. You all were like, he's a Miami tool. A lot of you, some think you said that you thought that was his car. It was about half and half. Some people said it was. A lot of people thought he rented it. Yeah. Could have been either. Um, But Darcy says, I'm expressing expressing my godliness. We said that at the same time. Goddessness. No, goddessness. Goddessness. That's what I said. I just couldn't hear it with with my Darcy. My goddess, God, goddessness and my beauty. Um, and then Michelle says, well, it's inappropriate. And this is where I just went, you know, you're kind of, this is, this is not good. When and she said that, I thought, what's inappropriate by what standards? Um, and because if you're going to come, if you're going to come for our queen, come correct. And to me, I thought, you know who Darcy is. Like one of these reasons these guys want to date Darcy is because of, who she is in the brand that right. she's a reality star. Like, come on. She does bring up, she's like, on the on the, the on the date, he actually did bring bring up your alcohol consumption. And Darcy went, Well, he bought me all those drinks. <laughs> Not familiar. What do you mean? Yeah, sure. I've done a cameo a couple of times with a little Chardonnay. Nobody noticed. And, and I think I think it's it's hurtful to say that to Darcy, especially when she says to him it was a red flag. And to Darcy now, it feels like this woman is chastising her about not behaving the right way for Cicero and almost making it Darcy's fault. And well, this is what I, you know, I really enjoyed Michelle. And but this, I think, Mich- if you're going to be a matchmaker, you cannot have. It's like being a therapist, as you yeah. know, being a teacher. If you really want to help people. You got to take your ego out of the equation. And this woman is upset and, and she's actually passively, aggressively defensive. Because when Darcy says, as Darcy, when Darcy said, you know what? She's like, I didn't want therapy. She's like, I feel like I'm, she didn't say by her, but she said, I feel like I'm being disrespected by, by him. I think he's telling you lies. And she said, I think I need to, you know, we need to move on. And it's, I'll just do and find a match by my own right now. Maybe this match isn't working out. And Michelle said, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. And that should have been it. That should have been the end of the conversation. Not this, you need to go to therapy bullshit. Right. Because that was just like putting, you're trying to make Darcy feel like shit. No, and she was, now she was just weaponizing what she had to make Darcy feel bad. Yeah, I agree. After that, yeah, when she said, and she said, Darcy, look at the look at your failed relationships, the common denominators, you that's not that's not yes, that's it might be true, but it's also the people she's chosen. It's not the common denominator mm. is the, the common denominator is always you in the relationships. It, that's obvious. But to say, I don't think Darcy ever thought that she had no stake in the problems with her relationships. That's what I'm saying. I think it's I, a, I agree. a ridiculous it's a, thing to say. It's cause you're right. That, that 
That is a blind squirrel just found a it's nut. A, you're so right. Because you're all, yes, you're always the common denominator in your yeah, own relationship. It's a zero sum game to say that you're the common denominator because you're basically, in that way, you're saying it was all you. You're the problem. It, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. You're the problem. And these guys were victims of it. And it's not because fair. It's not fair because Michelle never answered. Darcy said earlier in the episode, Darcy even said, I know I'm not exclusive with Cicero, but Michelle's rules are for the matchmaking is that you date one person at a time. And Michelle, she kind of apologized for that, but she said, well, I can't control him. But I went, but yet you're trying. It was obviously she was siding with Cicero and saying Darcy did something wrong. Yeah. Look. Y'all, Darcy is a lot. Some of us are a lot in life. and Not familiar. Some, yeah, there is someone There is someone in this life that thinks you are not a lot, that you are just enough. So no, no, not your, just someone. A lot of people. Yes, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people think you are just enough. There are lots of people out there for you. You just yes. have to meet lots of people to, to do it. Yes, I meant someone as many someone's, but thank you for clarifying because, yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah y'all know why I some, hate that somewhere out, there's one person out there for everybody. Someone tells you they're a lot, you can say, no, I'm not a lot. You're too little. You're Bye. not enough. You're not enough. Bye. So, Bye. Anyway, y'all, that's Don't you all she wrote. for Darcy. I, I, it's not that, it's not that what Michelle was saying was, factually inaccurate about Darcy's dating style. She's been the most real with Darcy. However, it got to the point where you 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 have to treat Darcy in a better like you should you should know how to treat your clients well to not shame them. And that's what it started to feel like. Yeah, cuz does Darcy need to go to therapy? Yes. 100% yes, besides the one therapy session that she had. <laughs> yes, I think therapy would be really fucking great for her. Um and, but do you think she'd yeah. ever listen? Do you think, do you think it would get through her skull? I think it w- she would. I think the thing about Darcy is that she, um, once she gets to know someone, at least her friends, she does take her friends and her sister's advice. Like yeah. when they give her advice, sometimes she'll take it. So I think it would take her a bit. She would have to really get to know her therapist and build a rapport. Yeah. But yeah. Wouldn't want to be that therapist. <laughs> probably Darcy. A lot of work. The thing is, for Darcy, uh, Darcy needs to probably have a male therapist and not a female. That that's a good point. I was yeah because she's gonna a lot of times she'll compete with women. She'll compete and she'll probably. I mean, hopefully, she'll end up falling in love with her love with her therapist, and then they can work through that. That'd be great for her. <laughs> wow. That's the show, y'all. Wow. <laughs> I love it you were suggesting that, but in a way, I can see how that would work. And and then that could be probably one of the most reasonable, safe relationships she's ever had with a man. She could I, go through I, falling in love with someone and then breaking up with someone in a safe, healthy way. I see where you're going. I just think that's totally fucked up that it has to happen <laughs> that way. Because <laughs> as soon as she said it, I went, Air. Wow. That's true, but God, 
Uh, y'all, sorry, this was a long show, but we, I guess, had a lot of things to say. We had to talk about signing the part with George, the Oscars. Who else knows? (laughs) All right, everybody, that's the episode. Um, if, if you, if you are just walking around this world and you think you're too much, like Poodle said, there's, there are many people out there for you, right, Poodle? There are many people. And you don't have to, and you know what? They don't have to be with you for life. Like I've said before, a year is a wonderful amount of time. Five years is a long time. Ten years is better. (laughs) And if you want to find those, maybe, if you want to find those people, Poodle, how do you do it? You walk right into the Manifest Bar and Grill and manifest (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like garlic in this bar. Order the Manifest Special. Lord, help the mister who comes between me and my sister. And Lord, help the sister that comes between me and my man. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com